Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, episode number nine, Carrying Lockpicks. In today's episode, we have a special black belt announcement. CNET published a great article on Locksport, and we answer the question, how common is it to carry picks daily? All right, we'll get right into the news this week. We had a article published on CNET's website by... Steph Penacesio. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce that for sure. But she did a article titled Inside the Hidden World of Competitive Lockpicking. And I'll have a link in the show notes. I really suggest you go check it out. She interviewed a few prominent people from the lockpicking subreddit and Discord. She interviewed uh, David Sell. Rory Roselli, I'm just guessing on how to pronounce that, and To Be Deciphered. And To Be Deciphered, you might recognize that name from Culper Woodhill's giveaway. He's given away one of his custom picks, and so we'll have more about that at the end of the episode. I'll read off the uh, introductions she gives to the different characters here. David Sell is an optical engineer by day a black belt lockpicker by night. Cell isn't alone. In fact, he's a moderator for an online locksport community of over 3,000 people using Reddit and Discord to connect with members all over the globe. Cell is the mod responsible for maintaining the belt ranking list by classifying new locks and adjusting the rankings of existing locks as people either find new techniques or become more accustomed to a lock that may once have been considered obscure. Rory is a fellow subreddit moderator and president of Augusta Locksports, a nonprofit that teaches physical security and locksport around the U.S. For user to be deciphered, his rapid progression and engagement in the sport led to a desire to make his own custom tools, and he's recognized in the community for having some of the best. I'm not going to summarize the article too much. It's a really good article, and I suggest you go read it. I will read one comment left by a Dr. Weasel. It's always good to see articles talking about our hobby and dispelling the myth that we're all criminals. We're just hobbyists interested in the mechanics and solving them like a puzzle. Pick some good people to interview too. David is a hell of a picker and has a great collection. And to be deciphered picks are works of art. I've got one and it's beautiful. I don't use it much, mostly because it's just too pretty and I don't want to scratch it up. And the article is right. If you've got an interest, COVID-19 lockdowns are a great time for an indoor hobby like picking. That rush you get when you pick a lock for the first time is great. Check out r slash lockpicking subreddit mentioned in the article and the Lockpickers United Discord server for real-time advice. The community is very welcoming and will help you get started. There's a good fact on the subreddit too. YouTube has many great picking videos too. Lockpicking Lawyer is the most popular, but there are many, many more. I think that pretty well should give you an idea what the uh, article covers, and I recommend that you go check it out if you haven't already. I actually got that one shared to me by multiple people, and so I've credited all of them as producers in this episode. All right, in community news, first off, 
Just a quick announcement, Starrylock is back making videos, so I suggest everybody heads over there if you haven't already, and welcome him back. And Lockmania had his 750 sub giveaway last week. It's over by the time you hear this, but I recommend you go check out the videos and comments that were left, because the whole premise was sharing your lockpicking story. How you got started in lockpicking, and if applicable, how you got started making locksport videos. So I really suggest that you go check out his channel, watch his video on it, well, his two videos on it, because he shares his story too, and check out the videos made by the other Locksport YouTube members. And you can search for the hashtag LM750, that's LM750, and I'll actually have a link to that search in the show notes. This week, I have another black belt announcement, and this one is very special for me because this person has been around in Locksport on the, the Discord and stuff about the same time I started in there. He was in there. He's always been very supportive, very helpful. He's been a big supporter of this podcast, and I can't thank him enough for that. So I just want to really express how happy I am to make this announcement. I want everyone to congratulate Culper Woodhull for his black belt. He has, he has done it. He's got his black belt now. And the announcement reads, everyone congratulate our newest black belt at Culper. He slayed the EVA 3KS, ICS, and MCS, as well as the Multilock MT5+. Plus. He has also made a refined pick to round out his requirements. Well done. And uh, I would really appreciate it if everyone, when they go over to enter his giveaway, that they uh, congratulate him on his black belt. He did it in almost exactly a year. I think it was a year and two days. And <laughs> that's pretty impressive. All right, I'd like to thank everyone that contributed to this episode and to everyone that shared the podcast with others. The executive producer for this episode is Medler from his uh, contribution on Patreon. Other producers for this episode, we have Culper Woodhull, Panda Frog, Terrell, Room Picker, Wesley, and The Bone in the Box. Links to any applicable YouTube channels or other will be in the show notes for all producers. And a special thanks to Starrylock for sharing this podcast on Twitter for the last month. I didn't even know he was doing it because he wasn't tagging me in it, but I happened to cross those posts this last week. And I just wanted to say thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And I went ahead and put you down for four more entries into the July giveaway because you earned them. Also, a thanks to Dusty Knuckles and Pincushion for sharing the podcast also. And just a quick reminder, if you are getting value from this podcast, please help support it. You can do that by sending in any Locksport-related news, link, events, giveaway information, whatever you have to podcast at thelocksportscast.com or any of the other contact methods listed in the show notes. Or you can go to 
support.thelocksportscast.com. Don't forget to share the podcast with your lockpicking friends or on social media. And you can leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform. That actually does help quite a bit. Or you can donate via Patreon or PayPal. And to answer the question that's been asked, what qualifies as Locksport for the purposes of this show? Anything really that involves a physical locking mechanism. If you have news about a new lock that's been developed, if you have news about a new picking method or a way to bypass or anything, go back and listen to episode number three, What is Locksport? Just about anything that has to do with physical locking mechanisms will probably qualify as news as far as this podcast is concerned. All right, on to the main topic for this week. Terrell had mentioned in an email to me that a lot of people seem to like discussing their everyday carry kits and thought it might make an interesting topic for the show. And I wasn't really sure how to approach it, but but it got me to thinking, how common is it for lock sporters to actually carry picks every day? So I posted uh, polls on the subreddit, on Facebook and one of the lock sport groups there, and on my uh, Charles Buildscrap YouTube channel on the community tab. I'm not trying to push one particular viewpoint or another. I kind of use these polls to get a feel for the state of the community. What is the community thinking? What are the different viewpoints? And so comments are encouraged. If, if you see me post one of these polls, go ahead and vote. And if you would please leave a comment, let me know why you're voting that way. Or if you couldn't vote because there wasn't an option that applied to you, definitely leave a comment. Let me know what you're thinking. It really does help me flesh out these points and uh, really try and get a feel for what the community is is up to. So a couple of things that, of course, came up that you have to remember that carrying picks may be illegal in certain areas, different countries, different states within the U.S., different locations have different rules. And in some areas, just carrying picks themselves is illegal. In some areas, if you're carrying them and you're arrested for another offense, that can be an additional charge that they can add on to you. So just something to keep in mind if you're even considering carrying, make sure you know what your location's laws are in relation to that. Another thing to consider is why are you carrying? And there was a lot of discussion about that in the comments. I'll go over real quick my own personal situation. As I mentioned on my Charles Builds Crap channel, when I showed my everyday carry stuff, which is actually quite a bit, there's a reason for that. I do carry most every day because I can use them occasionally at work. I am a first responder and a member of a, a spill team. I'm the first person that they call if some chemical or something else gets spilled. And sometimes I have to get through a gate quickly to assess or to clean up or whatever. So if a lock isn't available, usually it's just bolt cutters. But anyway, I do carry picks just in case, you know, if time allows it, why not? Then I don't have to destroy a company's lock if it's a good one. Most of the time, what I'm using them for is on nights and weekends, I actually have 
a fair amount of time where I'm just monitoring systems. I'm watching screens, monitoring systems. And by carrying my picks with me, it gives me the opportunity to sit there with a few locks that I have stashed in my personal drawer at work. I can just pick. Like I do when I watch a movie or something else, I'm sitting there watching the screens and I just absentmindedly grab a lock, pick, grab a lock, pick. And it gives me something to do with my hands so I'm not completely bored while I'm trying to monitor these screens. If it weren't for the unique situation of my job, I would probably just carry like a Sparrow's Chaos card or some other laser cut card with some emergency picks in it. I'd probably just throw that in my wallet and call it good. All right, let me go over the poll results here real quick, and then I'll go into uh, some comments and we'll go from there. So as I mentioned, I posted this on Reddit, Facebook, and YouTube. And it's rather interesting, the, the difference here. On Reddit, we had the majority of people said that they pick or that they don't carry any picking equipment and we had so 55 of the people who responded to the poll said no i don't carry any lock picking equipment 27 said they carry almost every day nine said that they carry sometimes and six said they only carry a small emergency kit on facebook we had very very different results of those, the biggest one was 62 said they carry almost every day. 29 said they carry sometimes. 11 said they carry a small emergency kit. And only 6 said that they don't carry anything. So big, big difference. YouTube, it's hard to get my poll out there in front of many people. So we only had 11 people respond. And we had, a, we had five said they carry almost every day, one said they carry sometimes, and five said that they don't carry anything at all. So the overall, between all of those, leaves us with 94 that carry almost every day, 39 that carry sometimes, 17 that carry an emergency kit only, and 66 that say they don't carry anything out of 216 total votes. So overall, it looks like more people that responded carry every day than don't, but this is not a scientific poll, but it just kind of gives me a feel for the community, and the, the communities are different of, as far as I can tell. The Reddit versus the Facebook are very, very different uh, groups as far as that part goes. Now, there were a lot of uh, responses. I can't possibly read all of the different comments that I got, but... I picked a couple that I kind of wanted to go over because they had some unique and different viewpoints here. Ornery Panfish replied, No, I keep an old set of picks in my truck and have for years, but I've never had to use them. There aren't really many scenarios that I can imagine that it's easier, faster, better for me to pick a lock versus the alternative. It's a cool skill to show off but I value my time. If someone I know asks if I can operate a lock, I'll help them out, but it's not really something I volunteer because I tend to keep my hobbies to myself. If there's an actual emergency, I'm happy to smash a window or kick in a door instead of wasting time trying to pick the lock. If there's something I enjoy more than picking locks, it's breaking stuff. And then Nemo Griff shared 
this comment. He says, unpopular opinion time again. Carrying pics around with you no matter where you go on your person for the just-in-case excuse isn't the best idea. There are many states that pics are legal in, but that doesn't account for the ignorance of the guys with guns and badges. One of them can be in a bad mood and just looking for someone to squash. The pics would just be an opening that they need to get you under their heel. And while I can understand that viewpoint, I have to point out that if you're in a situation where they're already searching you, they're searching your person to find the pics, they already have you under their heel, so to say. So they don't just randomly pat down everybody on the road. So just wanted to point that out. And then Insane Fish 1337 on Reddit said, This has many factors, like if it's even legal to carry them where you are and what job you do. I use them rather often and live where it's legal, so I carry them every day. Georgia Jim responded, Not sure how best to vote on this one. I generally carry some picks daily, but they're for whatever lock I'm bringing to work. I keep a small set of picks and rocker keys in my truck for just in case, but not on my person. I don't really think of it as an EDC kit because I've never ran into a situation where I needed them for an emergency or a scenario where it was appropriate for me to open a lock in use. And on Facebook, William Hoke said, I don't carry because in Washington state, they can confiscate them for no reason and it's on me to prove intent. And that's back to the point I made earlier, which is you need to know your local area's laws. Some states, like where I live, it's up to the cops to prove the intent. They're not illegal unless they're intended to be used to commit a crime. Then they're a burglary tool. But just like a crowbar, they kind of have to prove the intent. And it's probably easier to prove lockpicks are intended for that than a crowbar. But other states, it's the opposite. It, it's assumed intent, and you have to prove otherwise. So, pay, like I said, pay attention to your laws if you're even considering carrying, and then consider how serious you want to be about carrying. You know, why, why are you carrying? How much do you actually need to carry? If it's just for an emergency, will just a simple laser-cut card in your wallet work, or a couple of quick tiny little picks in your pocket or on your key ring, would that be good enough? Do you really need a full kit? Or are you carrying them back and forth to work or school because it's something you do on your downtime and you're carrying some locks with you too? And now on to giveaways. We'll start off with Culper Woodhull, uh, our new black belt picker. He is still doing his 2B pick giveaway where he is picking Six Master Lock 410s once a week, every Lotto Tuesday. He is picking one of them using 2B Deciphered's picks. And once he gets the sixth one open, he's going to announce the requirements for the giveaway on his channel. But until then, you can get the rules here. If everything stays on schedule, that uh, last video should be out the 11th of August. To be in the giveaway, you have to be a member of the Locksport community, not somebody just coming in to 
try and claim a giveaway prize. You have to pick a lock on video on your own channel. This helps to establish that you are a lock picker, you are a member of the community, and that these locks and the beautiful pick by 2B Deciphered that he's giving away are going to somebody that's actually going to use them. It also might help encourage a few people who don't already make videos to get out there and make a video. You don't have to talk in the video, you just have to make the video, get it out there, and make sure that you include the hashtag 2B Pick Giveaway in the title of the video so Culper can find it. That's 2B as in Bravo, Pick Giveaway. And I'll have uh, the spelling of that in the show notes in case there's any question. And you have to like, comment, and subscribe on Culper's video. I recommend you do it on all six of the Lotto Tuesday videos he's doing. I think that is the best way to go about it. Show him the support for what he's doing for the community, both in his giveaway and uh, by providing that information here on the podcast for all of you to know. He's going to announce the winner currently scheduled on the 14th of August. So getting this uh, information early really helps you get a jump start on this. And Sunseb on YouTube is having a giveaway and it's a very unique setup for giveaway. So first of all, the celebrating being with his wife for 20 years, it's actually the, the 20th anniversary of when they started dating. And so he's having a hashtag son and Mrs. 20. And I'm going to send you to his channel to get the actual rules. So I'll have a link in the show notes to the video. But the prizes that he's giving out are based on how many people enter. So the more people that enter, the more prizes he adds in. And we don't know what they all are yet, but the more entries he gets, the more prizes he's going to add in to the pool of what the winner will get. So the more entries he gets, the better it is for the winner. So I really suggest that everybody get over there, check out his channel, check out this video, and get entered in his giveaway. And that Sunseb, I think it would be really nice if we could get over there, get subscribed, get entered in his giveaway, and really show him some support. Also, the Bone in the Box is having a giveaway on his YouTube channel. Um, pretty simple rules. I'll send you over to his video to check it out to make sure you get the rules right. But the basics are subscribe, make a video with a lock, use a cool title. And he's got a bonus rule for on there too about a question from uh, one of his videos. So go check that out. Panda Frogs giveaway is still running as of the time I'm recording this video. So uh, if you want to check that one out, I'll have a link in the show notes. Basically, he's celebrating the fact that they're going to have a baby. So the giveaway is hashtag mini panda frog. You have four chances to win. Each person can only win one prize, but you have four separate chances to win. The chances, the, the ways you can win are you guess the birthday, which is currently expected to be the 5th of August. You guess the birth weight. You guess the birth size, and there'll be one random draw from the entries. 
It's running now until the day Mini Panda Frog is born. So like I said, as of the time I'm recording this, it's still running, but you're running out of time and babies can come early. So get over there and get entered as soon as possible if you haven't already. And of course, Charles Builds Crap and the Lock Sportscast. Um, I'm doing my giveaway, Pack Lock a month, every month for the year of 2020. That is going on. The way you get entered is by providing me information that I can use on the Lock Sportscast and or by sharing the Lock Sportscast on social media and making sure I know it about it. So tag me or send me an email or something showing that me that you did that. I'll get you an entry for that as well. I just did the drawing video for July and the winner is Culper Woodhull. Congratulations, Culper. You deserve it. And I believe I already have all your information, your address and everything. So as soon as I have a chance, I will get that packaged up and get it sent out to you. If anybody wants very specific details on the giveaway, you can find them in the show notes or at giveaway.thelocksportscast.com. Remember, this podcast needs your support to exist. You can support the podcast in several ways. First of all, send me information that you have that is Locksport related. Even if you don't think it's important or you think a dozen other people have sent it, send it in anyway. It might just be the bit of information that I need. And even if I get the information from multiple people, I will credit all of those people. And all of those people will get entries into the giveaway. You don't have to worry about, oh, somebody else already sent it. If you send it, you'll get credit and you'll get an entry. I do that because I don't want anybody to feel like, oh, I don't need to bother sending it. Send it anyway. Uh, Somebody else may not have noticed. Make sure to share the show with your lockpicking friends. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever your favorite podcasting app is. You can also subscribe on Patreon or donate via PayPal. If you support the show, I will give you a shout out. So if you have a YouTube channel or something else that you'd like me to share, be sure to let me know. And thanks for listening and keep it legal.